0: number two of the G.I. Jake show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time for the sit rep presented by SM Athletics. Up first, Tennessee dominates Alabama this past Saturday, 91 to 71. Big win for Tennessee as conference play continues rolling on. Big one there for the Vols indeed. Up next, the field, the two games I guess I should say, it's not really a field anymore, is set for the AFC and NFC Championship. Chiefs and the Ravens. This Sunday, three o'clock, CBS. Baltimore opens as a three and a half point favorite, and then your NFC championship. Lions go out to Santa Clara. Take on the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco opens as a six and a half point favorite in that one. That one is uh that one's probably gonna be the game that decides your NFL Super Bowl champion just in my opinion. But, all in all, it's going to be an exciting weekend for football, especially after what happened this past weekend. Some good games. All Really, one of the games was, uh, what would you call that, Marcus? Would you call it unwatchable or just uh Bleh. Bleah. Okay. That'll work. We'll do that one. The Bears are to hire the Shane Bears. Waldron as their offensive coordinator. Gerard Mayo on the Patriots rebuild. Said they're ready to burn some cash. Burn some cash. Burn some cash.
1: I would like to say, uh, quick sign up with the Shane Waldron hire. Yes. There were rumors that they were going to interview Cliff Kingsbury, who was the quarterback's coach and offensive assistant or whatever for USC, which I think hiring Shane Waldron makes me feel – that the Bears are less
0: likely to go after Caleb Williams in that, with that first pick. And then finally, I was Caitlin Clark. And a fan <laughs> collided after Ohio State's upset win this past weekend. And the first angle looked like Caitlin Clark was targeted. And then you see the overhead angle. Caitlin Clark flopped. She flopped. She flopped. Jumping back to that argument, or excuse me, the statement about uh, Waldron going to Chicago. Um, and you mentioned no. Cliff. You mentioned Cliff Kingsbury, Marcus, Brett, Jack. I think we'll all agree that when someone tries to make the argument, because we see it all the time on Twitter, and then they'll, you know, be hypocritical of themselves. Is, um, well, the coach knows more than you. The coach knows the game more than you. Mm-hmm. While that may be true, in my opinion, I feel like the coach probably does know more about the game than what I do. Ninety nine percent of the time, I'd say that's the truth. However, that does not mean that they always execute and do things the way they should. They might know more about the game, but at the same time, if you don't go out and you don't execute, you don't prepare, and you don't plan the way you should, then you're just not a good coach. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between knowing the game and being a good coach. Now, I think every coach out there knows the game, knows the position they're coaching. If they're a head coach, they probably know enough to be a head coach. But if you don't execute, you don't plan, and you don't manage these games the way you're supposed to, that's what makes you a bad coach. Can everybody agree with that? Sure.
2: Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. Because
0: that's the one argument that I hate more than anything, or the one statement, I guess I should say, the one rebuttal, is, well, it's up to the coach, whatever the coach says. Or, well, the coach knows more than you. Okay. Is he executing? Is he planning? Is he preparing? No. Okay, then. it's not a good coach. Looks like we're about to have something pop up here. Is Marcus on the screen, because Marcus is on camera today, is hunkered over next to the phone. You can't tell whether he's making a collect call or being yelled at by somebody who's upset with me. Okay. And it sounds like Bear is upset with Marcus. If I if I were to guess, it would be Bear right now, because three hours on the drive from three to six is just not enough for Bear, So he's got to call in and make his appearance on the G.I. Jake show. Marcus, was I correct? Yeah, it
1: was it was Bear asking about the road. Why was he yelling at you about the road? Oh, I just said he was young. I just, he wants to
2: get down here, man.
1: Yeah, he wants to get to the show because he doesn't want me to to jump in on the drive again because, you know,
0: I may or may not have <laughs> poked the bear. He does not like it when we come on our old show, does he?
1: <laughs> yeah, he was just checking on the road and everything, so. But yeah, uh... You're, you're pretty spot on, you know. Also, I'm hunkered over because I'm trying not to get, you know, pick up any kind of audio on the mic.
0: Well, that's when you just turn your mic off. And I do, but I'm a, loud, I'm a
1: loud person. I mean, I could turn off my mic right now. You probably could
0: still hear me. Yeah, we can still hear you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, uh, well.
0: <laughs> if you want to call in, 865-546-8200 is your number to hop on the G.I. Jake show this morning on a very snowy and icy still Knoxville. Can I
2: ask an SEC basketball question? Sure. Did you watch Kentucky? No. Did you not see the big seven-footer they've picked up? Big Z. Big Z. Did not watch Game changer for even more so. I mean, the kid, seven-foot-two, can shoot threes, behind-the-back passes, just super athletic. He's only played
3: one game, and I already saw a
0: highlight. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's he's incredible. So he's basically their Victor Wimbanyama.
2: Now, they won a game 105-96 to 96 on the weekend. So, hearing ninety, they gave up 96 points to Georgia. Of course, the guy for Georgia hit like 10 threes. I
0: mean, the thing, like Georgia, like I don't know what it is, but like they're not a bad basketball team this year.
2: Well, no, Kentucky just started doing – they tried to do all this fancy stuff all towards the end of the game, started turning the ball over, kind of let Georgia back in the game. But I still but, look no, but, how many
0: points they would have put up if they had not given those turnovers. This
2: guy was – he's – I mean, and pe- people figure him out. I mean, Georgia obviously – gets there and then they find out an hour before the game that this guy's all of a sudden eligible and he's a seven foot two croatian dude that can absolutely ball and it's just like
0: there's no way to prepare for that i mean let's call that like this there's there is no way to prepare no for no
2: that. he calmed down like he hit his first like three four threes in like a matter of like three minutes but he stuffed the staff the stat sheet for them and kentucky's gonna be good i mean they, this they're gonna be, be a good team it, this might be one of his best teams.
0: Well, and, I mean, you look at it right now, Auburn, of course, leads the SEC. They're 5-0 they at SEC They're surprisingly play. good, yeah. I Orange mean, is... are they really surprisingly good when Bruce Pearl's at the helm? Well, no, I just
2: didn't know a lot about their team. Like, I knew, I, I think they're, they have a big guy that's pretty good, Broom, I think. Johnny Broom. Yeah.
0: Janai Broom, Yeah, Broom, whatever his name uh, is.
2: Other than him, I mean, I thought they lost a lot. Like, I don't think they were projected to do what they're doing right now.
0: No. And right now, you look at the standings. Auburn, oh, they, of course, leads the SEC. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, Kentucky, and Alabama all tied for second at four and one in conference play, one game back to Auburn. Your worst teams in the <laughs> SEC: Vanderbilt, zero and five; Missouri, zero and five. The most surprising one, still to me, is Arkansas.
2: Yes, that is a uh,
0: uh, that yes. really surprises me.
2: Yes, I don't know what's going on with them. I watched a little bit of them. Who they play? Uh, Who they lose to this weekend? uh i think they won did they not did they win i thought no it says they have a loss
0: so they beat texas a&m earlier in the week they got a one-point win there and then they lost to south carolina
2: yeah at home yeah that's right
0: and i mean south carolina they're not gonna set the world on fire by any stretch in my i mean they're 15
2: and 3 south carolina they're not bad i don't think obviously they haven't played anybody
0: and they're not bad they're three and two in conference play but I, i don't expect them to set the world on fire by any stretch now ole miss they're two and three in conference play of course they started out the season with the best uh Best record they'd had to start off any season,
2: in some, period. And some I just realized, we don't have a midweek game this week.
0: No. No, we basically go straight to straight to this weekend, this Saturday.
2: Vandy, right? Yeah, Vandy. At home? Yeah. Vandy on the road. No, it's here, right? It's is on it? the road. Oh, it is? Okay. Well, yeah. it doesn't really matter.
0: So, it'll be the 30th before we get back to the Tommy Bowl. I'm still going to call yeah, it
2: Yeah, I heard Bob say it this morning that I think it because the Big 12 SEC Challenge isn't this year. Mm-hmm. So... But I thought we played the ACC. well. We played the ACC earlier in the year, right? The ACC Challenge. Yes. Yeah.
0: So of course you got Vanderbilt this Saturday, and then a week following that you go to Rupp Arena. Eight thirty, ESPN. That's a scary one.
2: No, I'm looking. It's gonna be exciting. I think it's gonna be awesome. Uh, you know, obviously that's uh, you know no matter where the teams are, it's just a big game. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, that one's just. It's gonna be huge. I mean, a lot of NBA guys out there on the floor. I mean, well, one for us and about five for them, but yeah. Um, but yeah, this will be a good test for Connect. I mean, some a team that's matches him athletically and skill skill wise. I mean, you know, this these are those games where you need, you know, your big, your uh you know, your Vescovies and your James, hopefully to score more than mm-hmm. one point and averaging five, I think, Vescovy and SEC play. I mean things like that. So
0: all right, we're going to go around the room here. Okay. We're going to give our uh, give our hot take. Over, under on Tennessee losses the rest of the year. We're going to put Ooh. it at three and a half. Let me
2: this under, uh, three and a half, you said?
0: Yes. Over, under, three and a half. I'm going to take the under in that.
2: Brett. Oh, gosh. Uh, let me see. We got road games against Kentucky. At A&M is going to be tough. I don't, we Arkansas is always tough no matter their schedule. It'll be a 9 o'clock tip. Um... Uh, Gosh, uh, yeah. I, I just got. We're we're a good basketball team, so I'm gonna say under.
0: Marcus.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now. It's tough, man. It, it's really tough. It's we we do still have a, a tough road I ahead go of to Alabama us. Got to
2: Still we got Auburn.
1: Thing wow. we
0: got all evening games with the exception of Kentucky being our last home game on four March o'clock. the 9th at four o'clock. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say under just because I'll be honest with you, I. I Even though we are a good team, I do worry about losing to Kentucky at least once and then obviously Auburn. But, yeah, I'll stick with the under. There are a couple games that scare me, but, yeah, I
0: I think we'll be good. Jack, what say you?
2: I'm I'm definitely going over. Sorry, guys. I just – even if we go undefeated at home the rest of the year, like, yeah, there's just – So you
0: see us with like four or
2: five losses in conference play? I'd I'd say four or five, yeah. It's just – That's like a 34 seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's just – I don't know. It I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, I could see it. I mean, at Bama. I mean, just get Auburn at home. Kentucky twice. I mean, Arkansas is on the road. They're I mean, they're going to be tough. I mean, they beat Duke at home. I mean, they beat somebody. You know, A&M's a top – we're a preseason top 10 team.
3: I think I just need to see some stronger away wins for us. No,
2: I mean, if connects can go out and get you 30 tonight
4: True. You know,
2: I mean, that's the thing you got in your back pocket. I – you know, can Adu keep it up? I mean, that's that's our saving grace right now is what Adu's doing. Yeah, cause because you have he had, to have a big man. Well, not just that. He's, he's a second scorer. Yeah. Like, he's proven to be even a little more consistent than Zakai's been. You know, Zakai's been there all season once he's got his legs under him. And then Adu, you know, if it wasn't for him, like, we might be – we're nowhere near the team we are. No. You know, but – Still, like he's going to play against some other bigs. Or are we going to see it against the other good big bigs against you know that he's had to go against? Um, but man, yeah. I mean, I could I could see over. I could I could see over three and a half as well.
0: You think over three and a half losses?
2: Well, I mean, I said under, but I could right. see where Jack's coming from by saying over. I would be. I mean, it's a tough schedule. I mean, there's no doubt about it.
3: SEC, it's got, like, a solid upper echelon of us, Kentucky and Auburn, and then there's, like, eight really we, solid teams. Yeah, because you you've
2: yeah. got the – I mean, A&M beat Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like, Auburn's a going to be probably a top-ten team when we play them. I mean, we get them at home, thankfully. It seemed like we always play them at Auburn. Yeah. You know, so get Pearl up here, take his medicine.
1: We Yeah, we need to play
0: for our on that game.
2: Yeah, don't lose on Jake's birthday.
0: Yeah, don't – and don't give me what we had last year. That was – that was one of the hardest basketball games I think I've ever had to watch in the history of basketball. The final score of that game was what? 46 to 44? 46,
2: what? 43, I think, yeah. I was at that Against one.
0: who? Auburn. Last was that year. last year? Yeah. It was wow.
2: Ugly. ugly.
0: We had a couple of those last year. And let's call it like if we got away with a foul there at the end, that would have sent it to overtime. But I yeah. think at that point, the refs and everybody in attendance was like. Okay, yeah, we're we're just gonna end this thing here. We don't we don't need to be put through any more than what we've already been put through. And someone on Twitter, I, I won't forget this. They had uh they had sent me a not a DM, but they had mentioned me in one of their tweets, and they said at the G.I.J. the first person or the first team that gets to fifty wins this game. I said, buddy, nobody's getting to fifty. Like that's the rate that this game is going. Nobody's getting to fifty, and nobody got to fifty. It was a rock fight through the entire game because everybody kept throwing up bricks. It was it was the worst game I'd ever watched.
2: See, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, this year, not with I this mean, team. For, it's I mean, it's crazy. I mean, we we go through droughts and score ninety points. I mean, like we did it this weekend. Yeah, like it was crazy. I mean, we yeah we scored fifty in the first half, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, but the defense was almost just as impressive. That was one of our better defensive performances. I mean, forced twenty two turnovers. Sears was just having a nightmare against. We we were able to throw multiple people at him, you yep. know, guard him, mm-hmm. uh, made life miserable uh, for him. So, yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's a pretty exciting team so far. You know, we're what just now halfway through. So
0: yeah, it's going to be really fun once everything cranks up, especially in February, because that's where. Uh,
2: According to the stats, you got Connect's fourth in the league in scoring. Now this is I guess overall scoring. I think he's like first, like just an SEC play. Yeah. Almost third. He's the guy that leads the league in assist. Adu's third in field goal percentage. So I mean, you're you're right there. He's sec, third in blocks. I mean, he's had a great year. He's he's, he's had a great first, year. First team all conference.
0: Well, I mean, and you gotta look. I mean, he's playing very well compared to what he did his first two years here. He's playing exponentially better than what he has. Now, granted, he doesn't have Urosh and Kamala to play behind. You know, otherwise he'd have probably been getting those same stats, maybe even In the last bit like three
2: games, he's played like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like 20, 25 minutes. And he's yeah, putting and he's, up 20 and like five,
0: yeah. you know, six. And, and I'll take that. I mean, I think everybody will take that. As long as that's the top production that we're going to get and those are the kind of results we're going to get, I think everybody's going to be happy with that. We're going to talk a little bit more about that yeah. on the other side. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on. It is time coming up here in just a minute for Mark the Tape with Marcus Young, something we have not heard. In a few days, because he decided to play hooky. Not true. Stay with us. More fan run radio on the way.
4: Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach or visit smathletics.com get the best for your team delivered right and on time so elevate your team's game by contacting sm athletics today
3: attention service members and veterans introducing the griffin law firm your trusted ally in military legal matters whether it's fighting for your rights navigating complex regulations or seeking justice at griffin law your mission is their mission Here's VFL Marshall Griffin.
5: As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law.
3: For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit GriffinLawDefense.com.
4: A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in. Withinward
3: half. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows. Get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows dot com.
0: Back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young. Marcus! Hi, Jake. We've been talking for the past
2: hour
1: Just and say half. hi, Jake.
0: Hi. There you go.
1: Got uh, a few things I'd like to share with you. Okay. First take may not be as hot as it could have been at the beginning of the year. I think this Detroit Lions draft class is going to end up being the best draft class of the NFL draft.
0: That's that's believable.
1: You obviously have the Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, uh, who are insanely good in this offense, especially Sam Laporta being a second-round pick. Uh, Jack Campbell has been quietly really, really good on that linebacking core out of Iowa. And Brian Branch, I mean... He's the uh, defensive back out of Alabama also in the second round. There were a lot of questions for the Lions picking Gibbs and Campbell where they did in the first round at 12 and then 18 respectively.
0: They've turned out to be pretty much it's, the steals of the draft. It's
1: been clearly proven that Detroit is had this, had the best draft class and potentially have set themselves up to be a mainstay in the NFC North uh as as the top dogs i mean even if you move on from uh your quarterback and you go with the you know you know who i'm talking about you yeah. move on from golf and you go to hendon hooker mm-hmm. i gotta do that I, they could they want to save some money
5: I mean, well, d- don't get me wrong
1: Goff has been playing well and i think he's gonna have uh well we'll get to my next take in a minute mm-hmm. but from my understanding like they love Hendon, and yep. so if they decide that they wanted to make a decision to save them a little bit of cap space, so that they can keep some of the guys on that roster or add some new pieces, and you've got you've That's got a tough. really good group in there, man. Like this is this might be the best draft class of the NFL. He's only two years
2: make. younger than Golf, Hendon. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying he's
1: also cheaper, though.
2: <sighs> okay,
1: is he not cheaper?
2: He is. Does cheap
1: when you football? It does if you can start adding some pieces around it. Yeah, if you got it, that's, okay. that's why you draft those rookies, man. Uh, next hot take for you. Lions are going to the Super Bowl.
0: There you go.
2: That's not good for you. Don't you
1: have the 49ers? Yeah, you yes. got the 49ers. So it's
2: not good for you,
1: but the Lions are going to the Super it'd Bowl. You make a, up your mind over it'd here. It'd be a
0: feel-good story for me. I'll say that much. He, he'll
1: <laughs> gladly lose the money if, if it'll make him feel I oh, haven't
2: yeah, won a playoff game since 91.
1: 90. i got two. They're about to get three. I thought it was 90. It? 91.
0: 90-91 mm. season. It doesn't matter. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think they're going to beat the 49ers. Look, the, the 49ers in that game against the Packers looked vulnerable. Um, obviously, they were able to storm back and win it, but I really think similar to the Bills, I think the Packers were the reason why they lost that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Love threw a horrendous interception there at the end. Didn't know who he was throwing to. Kind of looked like a Will Levis throw to me. And I just didn't understand how that collapse could have happened. Um, I think despite they have home field advantage in San Fran, um, they're vulnerable, man. Like, they prove that they are vulnerable. They also, from what Adam Schefter, I think, tweeted uh, today, it is 50-50 on whether Debo plays. (laughs) If Debo Samuel doesn't play...
0: Marcus, I'm getting a lot of text right now. No, about You. Oh
1: I know me. What did
0: what what did I say that people are upset oh, about? Oh, you're gonna find out here in a few great.
1: Debo Samuel, if he doesn't play, they're they're in trouble. I, I know they have Christian McCaffrey, but Are you CMC? Kittle? Yeah, I, I no, I know, but John? Debo is Oh no, he's a game changer. Yeah. And I, I definitely think and we saw the stretch that we talked about before with Brock Purdy and how he struggled. Against uh, some teams when they had that losing streak, who were they missing?
2: All their guys, Trent Williams. But Debo uh... was
1: the big piece that they were missing. Like their offense just was not clicking without him. And so I think the Lions, <laughs> I think the Lions uh, have an opportunity to seize the day and make it to a Super Bowl, especially if Debo doesn't play. So I, I think that Lions are we're going to see in the playoffs. Uh, number three, sticking with the NFL. Another one I got for you. Once again, the Chiefs are going to get their way and have a rule changed in their favor. I don't think we need to change the touchback rule. And offense deserves what? to be punished for losing the ball in the end zone the way you do. That's your fault for not keeping control of the ball. But because what? this happened to the Chiefs and because it happened to Patty Mahomes, the beloved child of the NFL, they're going to change that rule. And now, touchbacks, Who was
2: upset about besides the Chiefs fans?
1: It was Nicole Hardman who fumbled it well, in the Well, I end know, zone. but who was upset about it? Just the uh, Oh, it should, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, like, but you can't do they, that. They're not going – like before, like last year, We ha- it doesn't happen that often. But when it does, people like the NFL brass and all that, they say, we're not going to change the rule. But now that it happened to the Chiefs, now that it happened to Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, they're yeah. going to change it. They're going to change it. The touchback will no longer be what it is. They're going to say, no, you get the ball back, but we're going to just move you back five yards. That's probably what they're going to do. You lose the ball in the end zone. Look, as Vol oh, yeah. fans, we experienced that. The most heartbreaking moment. is the Bears
2: still upset about that? I mean, okay, yeah, well, we're still, we're still upset still about upset. It, what happened, but it was the right call, though, right? I mean, it, he fumbled the ball in the end zone. You fumble the ball in the end zone. Hold on to the ball. It
1: it belongs to the other team <laughs> yeah. at that point. So uh, it's sickening to say that, but yeah. the league is going to change that rule now because it happened to the Chiefs. Probably. No, Got they're one not going to change that. Got one more for you. <clears throat> I don't know if you're interested in college basketball at all. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> the known uh, to dabble? There's a, there was a game that happened down in uh, Tulsa. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tulsa versus who? SMU uh, beat Tulsa 103-70. to 70. Nice. Do you Why wanna... is this
2: significant? Well,
1: <laughs> there's a certain player that played <laughs> 21 minutes, and you're thinking, oh, he played 21 minutes, probably had a significant Does role. Does he
2: have ties to back up here? Yeah, he was, he
1: was backed up here. Here we go. Here we DJ go. DJ Edwards had six points. Oh, and a
2: hundred and three points.
1: And a hundred and three point scored game for your SMU Mustangs. Your- you only <laughs> score six. I know. I'm about to get uh, into a little bit of a beef uh, here with uh, a favorite caller of mine. Yeah, ours. go did ahead and get he, him in did here. He, did he? Did he? Oh yeah. Go ahead. I'm just saying. My hot uh, take is that six points call. isn't enough to keep you as a starter at SMU.
0: Oh my goodness. What's uh, up, I think Billy? I need
6: to uh, go back to the drive.
0: <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I
1: don't get the
6: driver to be that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Six points. I think he had the most assists on the team, and that's, he's the leading assist guy on their team. He's a point guard, John Marcus. You don't understand that?
1: Yeah. He had six assists in a 103-point game, though? Well,
6: I mean, a Ziggler here Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd have to look at the stats real quick. I wasn't looking at that
2: game.
6: <laughs> How you doing, well, Phil? You...
2: Huh? How you doing? What's do you say, Philly?
6: <laughs> I'm doing all right.
2: Don't let Marcus get to you. Get
6: your dang itch on here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the guy Siegler had six
1: assists. Philly, he had the same amount, and he had more points. Eight. Yeah, well, two more points, right?
0: Oh, oh, man. I'm just
1: saying. And he played
6: man. a lot more minutes than me, uh, yeah, did, too. Is. I played uh, 10, 11 people that... SMU, mm-hmm. every name. And I think they're tied for first in their the v- the conference.
0: i have to look that up really quick. SMU and the AAC
6: is... Well, another thing before I start talking about Tennessee basketball, uh, uh, Marcus just don't like those Patrick Mahomes put up your pipes smoking is the best quarterback in the NFL.
1: Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. He is, yes. Yeah,
6: something yeah. close.
1: I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm telling you right now, the league
6: loves this man. Who cares it will... about a, a change something? They're not going to change anything. Yes, they the will. <laughs> from... They
1: change <laughs> they everything change. for them. They tried to change the false start. They tried to act like the false start that their wide receiver had wasn't a false start because it was Patrick Mahomes and he didn't. Didn't they try and change
2: it. the rules for the Bills to get them to change the uh, overtime rule? It did change. That was for the yep. Chiefs, game. yeah. That was the Chiefs. Like that But was the Bills thing. didn't get the ball back, right? Because Mahomes went down and scored. And that was the argument. Yeah, because
6: Josh Allen saying, didn't get the ball really, back. Can't go down, so they changed you know, the rules for Josh uh, Allen. So they changed the rules for Josh Allen. Really, that, that play turned that whole game around because it, it flipped the field for the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Yeah, they should. Yeah, the the fake part. Like, there was multiple things that went wrong for the Bills in that game. They lost the game, mm-hmm. and they, they let travis kelsey look like travis kelsey of old i'm not saying that patrick mahomes isn't the best quarterback in the nfl all i'm saying is is that he is he's the new tom brady for us and the fact that the league will do whatever they want to help him out remember the tuck rule remember that whole thing that's what's going to happen for (laughs) yeah it got to the point though where the league hated tom brady yeah we're getting i'm I'm already getting to that point with the chiefs i hate the bills i hate them I I want and you're Buffalo older
6: That's why, because always are never going to do that. For <laughs> I, want, I want the Bills. they irrelevant.
1: I want the Bills and the and and Buffalo as a whole just to sink in like into a river somewhere and just drown. <laughs> I hate them, but I wanted the Bills to win that game so badly.
6: Well, I'm glad. I love their their losing fans. Let them suffer. It's like I have in Tennessee football for about four, thirty years. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Golly, it's true. Phil, I mean, which, which would you rather see? Would you rather see Alabama just go into a 20 year, de- uh, two decade long, just, yeah, just just struggle? Just be garbage. Or would you rather see the Tennessee Titans never recover and only win three games a year for the next 10?
6: I'd rather see Alabama struggle yeah. myself. Damn. Yeah. Because I could care less what the Oilers do.
0: they will never do anything <laughs> anyways. so it
6: won't matter. The whole, our whole franchise is a yard short. That's
2: the
0: highlight of the
6: franchise. He's got a point. One thing, ball game started. That was a very impressive win.
0: I think so. I mean, especially with Dalton Connect still playing at the level that he is, I wanted him to get to 30 again. Um, of course, at one point we just knew it was never going to happen. But at the same time, you look at everything that this team is doing right now, if they can continue this, Phil, uh, we're going to be in for an exciting, exciting conference uh, season coming up. And,
6: yeah, and you look at it's a uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, and uh, Auburn. And Auburn are the three best teams. I don't know who's going to win it. But, uh, if you look at the schedules. Uh, Alabama, I don't know who's got the advantage. Alabama plays Auburn this
2: week at Alabama, I think. <clears throat> uh, so that'll be will be tough. But um, what did you think of Ganey? We had a Ganey sighting on Saturday, Phil. At least in the yeah, first half, we started fine, making some t- yeah, knocked down some open looks. I mean, you don't next time not show up though. <laughs>
6: I'm afraid I, of DeLone every but, game he's getting a little bit better. Uh, and I think by the end of the year, he's going to be a, a, a major contributor.
0: I like that take. I really oh, like I mean, that.
6: He's just got to play more, get him some confidence
2: out there. He comes in and plays three, four minutes at a time. It's hard to get your keep your confidence up. And, you know, he's he's doing well. I, I thought Macek was unbelievable on Saturday. That was just oh, me. I thought was he was, was everywhere, every loose yeah. ball. Defending Sears, defending whoever he needed to, a four. It didn't matter. Well, it's he kinda was, like
0: last year, you know, when we played him. It was I love that kid, man. He didn't he didn't score at all last year, but it seemed like he was the most important player on the floor. And I mean he was one of your most important players on the floor this past Saturday as well.
2: It, it, he had six points, but it felt like he had
6: thirty.
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, like it was he was, he was everywhere.
6: That's uh, nice got that commitment from uh, George McIntyre. Uh yeah. That's a. Uh, Hopple's getting the quarterbacks, and I suppose he was in the 26th class in there, a quarterback in Tennessee. It's supposed to be a once-generation uh, in quarterback in this state. Uh, I think is, is, is his name is Curtis. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not totally sure of that.
2: Yeah, I'll look it up real quick. Uh, yeah, I think there is. I, I'd have to look him up. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, there is somebody else. Uh, there's a pipeline just coming through. Like, I mean, you could have Madden, Nico's brother, if you wanted to as well. I mean, he's, yeah. he's highly rated uh, out there as well. So.
6: I sign one every
2: year, though. Yeah, Yeah. and and you got those other two guys this weekend too. Finally, Hurd was announced. uh, That defensive tackle. Uh, So I mean, things are going really well right now. Mac Matthews wins the MVP of that Polynesian game. I mean, things are looking bright right now.
6: Yeah, I guess they will. And y'all, I'm glad you're all in there. It's uh, pretty
0: cool. I think it's pretty cool as well. I mean, the thing is, Phil, when we Look at what we're doing in recruiting now. A couple weeks ago, I mean, we were – call it like it is. We were very concerned because you hadn't had a commit since, like, September. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, we start getting these transfers in. You start to feel a little bit better. And if you keep things rolling, keep things rolling the way you get it, you keep getting the transfers in. And then you keep getting these five-star recruits. I don't think we're going to sign every five-star out there. But I think that you're going to sign at least one or two a year. And then that will eventually get you to the level where you want to be in the uh, sec because you know you can look at the national rankings you know with ohio state and michigan and all that but the big thing i look at phil is where you stack up in your conference because if you're recruiting well against other teams in your conference that's where it's really going to mean a lot when it comes it, time for and the it season. doesn't
2: mean you're not getting good players right you know like you have as many five stars as some of these other teams that are ahead of you it's just the numbers type thing and a lot of it now is just up on the transfers yeah. you know like because those are the guys
6: yeah, big now
2: yeah and it's just, uh, and uh, Phil, that guy's name is Jared Curtis. He's a twenty twenty six. Jared Curtis. He's hundred. He's a hundred percent to Georgia right now. <laughs> Alabama, Florida State, Georgia, and us are his top five. And he's a hundred percent to Georgia right now in twenty twenty six. That cat
6: from uh, committed from Alabama went to Ohio State, right?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, San or whatever his name is. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people are saying it's because uh, uh, they brought Alabama brought in that backup kid Austin Mack from Washington to go to Alabama this is why he decommitted or whatever he did. So Well.
6: Saban's not there anymore and, and you're not gonna get they'll still have good recruiting classes, but they're not gonna be
0: up there with Georgia recruiting every year. No, but they're not gonna get the Sabin no, discount no, anymore. Not that's a big all. thing.
2: I mean, yeah, they can't even hold on to what was there. I mean no. they lost their best players. I mean one went to Iowa and one went to other State this weekend. I mean that's gotta hurt your team. I mean, you know,
6: so no. I don't know. Well, if you
0: can't say nothing good about Jake, just say something bad about The View. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> can't say nothing good about Jake. Say something bad about The View. See ya. One of my favorite one-liners. The other thing I think,
1: if I'm not mistaken, I believe it happened over the weekend, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this weekend also when uh, we found out Tyler uh, Barron switched from old Miss to, to, to Louisville? Louisville? Yeah, him and
2: uh, who's the other guy? Was it Slaughter I or, sure. or oh, was it McDonald? McDonald? I can't remember. It might have been Tamarian. Might have been. I know Brandon Turnage went to Ole Miss. Feel better
1: about oh, That's where he's from. Yeah. Feel better uh, cheering on Barron now that he's gone to Louisville.
0: I don't. <laughs> I'd rather him be in Louisville than Ole Miss. I, I don't care. Wow. I mean, you come here, you play for a minute, you're evolved for a minute, you're not evolved for you know,
2: life. Not anymore for you? Nope. Really?
0: No. Okay. I think if you go to a different – second time that he entered the portal and all he wanted was more money both times, the thing is that the guy might, he, he might be worth 25 grand. I mean, you know – he might be worth what you would pay a cashier at Publix.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was a starter. <laughs> going to be a top-ten football team. I don't know why you'd mm-hmm. leave.
0: Well, because he wanted more money. That's, that's all it's fine.
2: about. We get more opportunity for some of these studs we've bringing in on the yeah, new I mean, line.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. Joshua Josephs, he's going to have a shot. James Pierce, Pierce, we already know what he can do.
2: Yeah, isn't there? A rumor Tyree going around West. He would have been the number one defensive player off the board yes. for this year. Yes, that's crazy.
0: Now, I don't know if he'd have been the first defensive player drafted. I do think he'd have been a first-round pick if he were able to I be mean, drafted this year.
2: A lot of times that's first defensive player because a lot of times you get got like seven tackles and mm-hmm. five wide receivers, a couple quarterbacks, and then you have your two or three defensive guys. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's, it's going to be exciting.
0: At the end of the day, if you're already getting this kind of talk, look for that defensive line to be elite next year. It was already – Well, they need to. Pretty damn good this past year. Especially
2: if your secondary's weak. Yes. you got to help them out as much as you can.
0: Get to the quarterback.
2: Get to the quarterback, yeah. I mean, just (laughs) ears up. That's what we did back in the 90s. We just had dudes on the line that could go get them. Yeah. You know, I mean, granted our secondary was good too, but, you know. But,
0: yeah, it's exciting, man. Keep it rolling. Absolutely. If you can keep getting these transfers in, I think we're still going to have, you know, maybe one or two more that we can get. And that. Tony
2: Anthony V Baseball starts in, like, 20 days? Yes. I mean, we got a lot of good stuff happening right now. We
1: a lot of to, good stuff happening. There's a – according to this, I don't know if he, anything's been said about him yet, but I'm just looking at the portal, just seeing who's not committed yet, anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a cornerback out of LSU, Denver Harris, that hasn't been projected anywhere yet on, on this. Don't know. I just like to have extra secondary
2: guys. It's also- the – Kind of like the name. I guess the portal – is the portal still open right now or is it just open for, like, Bama stuff? I don't even know. <laughs> I know there's another signing day, like, in February.
0: There's a signing day in February. That's uh signing day proper.
2: But, like, portal-wise, though, right? Isn't it just something about Bama, like Washington, like their coaches moving or something? Yeah, I don't you, know. You
0: can pretty much – I mean, you can still get commits. I mean, you have to enter the portal, I know. I, I don't know when you have to make a decision. This is all still new Yeah. to everyone, and it's, quite frankly, something that I – I, I hate dealing with it. I really do because mm-hmm. back in the day it's like if you want to transfer guess what you can go wherever you want you're gonna have to sit out a year now it's like okay well you're you're immediately eligible why because we said so because we're the ncaa ha 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 ha
2: yeah the transfer window portal windows closed on january 2nd but i think because bama and them
0: they get 30 they, days.
2: they get 30 days you know yes. washington and things like
3: that yeah so oh. denver harris yeah. That's a fire name. I know, right? <laughs>
0: That's a pretty good name.
2: He had, he apparently he
1: was at A and M before transferring to L S U. Apparently had some off the field issues when he was at A and I don't know what it is. But uh yeah, he's back in the portal looking for a third school. So
4: what did we
2: move up to in the rankings after these guys? Let's see.
0: I think we're still at twelve. I believe so. We didn't
2: move at all with all mm-hmm. these with two five stars coming on the roster?
0: Mm-mm. Man. None. Dang. But it is what it is. Class twenty twenty five. We move it up to tenth. That's 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 a good
2: sign. Oh, I guess, yeah, I wouldn't change this class because he's next
0: year. Yeah, up to fifth in the SEC. That's going to be uh, something that we watch over the next 12 months. See if these guys hang on, see if they decommit. Uh, You got a couple of three stars, or excuse me, we got four three stars that we have committed for next year's class. Don't know what's going to happen there, but we're going to be monitoring that over the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. Stay with us. Final segment of the program coming up right here on Fan Run Radio.
4: 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team, delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today.
0: Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is worn down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family-owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865 237 3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's that's fabric S-U-N, dot com, and be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on fan run radio
3: attention service members and veterans introducing the Griffin law firm your trusted ally in military legal matters whether it's fighting for your rights navigating complex regulations or seeking justice at Griffin law your mission is their mission Here's VFL Marshall Griffin.
5: As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law.
3: For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit griffinlawdefense.com.
0: Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the Lifetime Warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at ParksideKia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. segment of the program. It's the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time for Brett's Best oh. Bets. Brett, what you got? I've got a, an
2: array of bets today. An array. of Yes. Is that a good word? Yes. Okay. I'll start with the NBA. Uh, Mavericks and Celtics is a pretty good game tonight. Uh, Mavericks are at home versus Celtics. Celtics not as good on the road. I like the Mavericks getting plus three and a half tonight. Uh, I also... Big Preds guy. I like their. uh, They got a nice little matchup tonight at home against the Florida Panthers. Florida's lost four last five. Preds won three of five. Uh, I like the under six and a half goals, and but I like the Preds money line plus 107. Also, I'm a big soccer guy, so I did an EPL game, English Premier League, uh, Monday afternoon soccer, Brighton and Wolves. Uh, Brighton won 4-1 last time they played. Uh, I like the uh, Brighton plus one sixty and the over two and a half goals, so like a, a pretty high scoring game for for
0: that game. So
2: those are my three bets for today. Okay. Uh, you guys can add anything you'd like, but that's where I'm rolling.
0: I don't think I'm going to touch anything for a minute. Um, you losing? Uh, we we had a rough patch, so mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break for. What happened? Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, let it out. Well. He
2: went and bet his eggs in the Josh Allen basket, and that's what you don't do. Yep. Yeah. Way she goes. Oh, I got a
1: little hockey parlay for you. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I got a free bet because oh, I... Oh, nice. Because keep I, betting? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I keep losing. Um, <laughs> they feel bad for you. I had Here's a, a free coupon. I had a NFL... <laughs>
0: really what it is. Uh, You're I, the w- type of guy that would go over to the casino Marcus, in north carolina uh-huh. and they would offer you free rooms and the reason they're offering you free rooms is because they just keep taking your money okay we ta- we've taken enough of his money let's let's give him a free room and then we'll take even more of his money oh mr young so glad to have you back matter of fact here's an extra free night yeah i'd
1: have a vip room <laughs> like
0: oh I'd- by the way um you're gonna need something to eat while you're over here because you're gonna have all your money spent here's some free meal vouchers so
1: I got a <laughs> hockey parlay. I put up uh, six games for you. Um, Go get some roots, Chris. I didn't do well in the NFL. Like I, I here's hate some Johnny Rockets. Bills hurt me, but obviously the other thing that here's hurt your me, gas voucher. <laughs> Let oh. him
2: speak. The other, the other thing that hurt
1: me was the
2: uh, everybody wants to win some money off Marcus. made <laughs> <'Cause> Marcus.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, the six games tonight. Uh, I've got Vegas money line over the New Jersey Devils at uh, plus one hundred and five vancouver canucks the minus one and a half goals over the uh blackhawks national predators money line i'm with you on that florida's a good team but i like that odds on that money line la kings minus one and a half goals the jets money line over the bruins that's gonna be a fun game to watch if you're a hockey fan they got plus 112 in that game and then the pittsburgh penguins excuse me minus one and a half over the coyotes which is plus 160 um I put uh, $5 down on that, which would get me three twenty three. Okay. Feel good about it. I'm doing it. It's done. Feel pretty strong about it? I feel good about this one. All right. The, the goals ones always frustrate me the most because I had a bet uh, last year where it was like a five parlay, I think, and yep. the only one I missed was the Oilers had to win by two goals over a goal and a half, and they had an empty net. They had an empty net for like a Mm -hmm. minute, and all they had to do was score on an empty net, and I would have won like five hundred dollars. Wow! And for a whole minute, they didn't even take a shot. It (laughs) broke me down. I was thankfully already in a bar, so I was able to get another drink. But yeah, that was that was a rough one. But now I feel good about this one. This one's it's not a huge parlay either. Um, The ones, the goal and a half, like that's one thing is predicting the spread. In any sport, but especially hockey, it can be a bit hard because you never know what's going to happen. But uh, I like it. I'm liking the games tonight. Also, fun fact for hockey fans, and it's probably just me in the state, uh, having Patrick Waugh back in the uh, NHL has been pretty incredible. He's back as the head coach uh, for the Islanders, and they won their first game under him. He's a fiery dude. He was a goaltender, but like he was one of the first goaltenders who like skated across the ice to try to fight the other goal. Yeah, like them a, in
2: Detroit when they used to play. When he was uh, in Colorado, especially I, I those are the ones him. I remember.
1: He's a fiery dude for a goaltender in particular, and I love seeing him back. I you love, just
0: love fighters.
1: Yeah, I love I love guys that like have an edge to them. That's why I like Dan Campbell. Like Dan Campbell's got an edge to him, man. Like I it's after their first win in the playoffs, like literally I like my feed on TikTok was showing me Dan Campbell's speeches, and you bet your ass I listened to every single one.
0: Don't blame me. Don't blame me. Kinda wish I had a coach like that. Yeah. For but my that, Titans. That'd be nice. Instead, Marcus, tell us who they're interviewing for the second time.
1: Glad you asked. Um, so they
5: are and then how you feel about yeah. that.
1: So they are planning a, uh, a second in-person interview with Dan Quinn, which will be happening on Wednesday. Um, that one I'm not excited about, but I understand what they're doing. He is the only defensive coach I would be okay with because I think mm-hmm. he's a great defensive mind. But he also has proven in the past as the Atlanta Falcons, even though despite what happened in the Super Bowl, he can hire a good OC. He hired yeah. Kyle Shanahan. so And we see what's going on with Kyle now. Uh Brian Callahan is interviewing in person with the Titans today. Uh, They also have a second interview with the OC um, for the uh, Panthers. uh, I believe Thomas Brown, correct? Is his name? Yes. Yes. Uh, Brian Callahan, I'm I'm intrigued by. I know he doesn't call the plays, but he's a big part of that offensive game plan. Could potentially be a way to get T. Higgins back to the state. If uh, if he's uh, from my understanding, T. Higgins likes him a lot. Mm-hmm. If you could maybe uh, work a little magic, have a T. Higgins and a DeAndre Hopkins pairing, that could be fun. Okay. Um, Thomas Brown, look, I know the instant reaction is why would you touch anybody mm-hmm. from that Panthers organization? He, he was a part of that Rams coaching staff tree uh, for a while there with McVeigh. and he got his first OC job with the Panthers, and it just didn't work out. I think he's still a rising star. I don't think he's the right fit for us, though. So I, I would. You guys guess that haven't one. narrowed your list yet,
2: right? Not completely. I says no. you've interviewed twelve people so far. We, which is crazy. We have now. satisfied mm. the Rooney Rule, and you requested one for the Lions' offensive coordinator. Yes,
1: we have satisfied the Rooney Rule, though. So yeah, that we are capable of doing you a higher Stanford
2: soon. former Stanford yeah. coach. Shaw, yeah.
1: Wow. I don't mean to be awful, but I'm pretty sure that was just a part of the the Rooney Rule, and I, and I hate that that's the case. But he's been out of coaching for a year um i don't know how i feel about that one so well, um and then did pierce yeah we He's interviewed off. pierce but he came back to the raiders which mm-hmm. was the right thing for him and the organization uh, yeah, absolutely. to do um so yeah i i think and we still have Slonik, i believe upcoming still for an interview Slonik or Slo? oh Slo-vic?
2: <laughs> i thought it was like Slovic.
5: Slo-vic? is it Slovic? i, I know, thought Slovic.
1: i
0: don't know i don't know Who knows?
1: But we still have the OC for the uh, Texans. Probably going to have that interview coming up now that they got knocked out. Um, Yeah, they they got options, man, and and they got to do it right. And my preference is an OC guy. They still haven't interviewed the one I want, which is Frank Smith. But Brian Callahan seems like a good choice. The ultimate thing is whoever you go for has got to be somebody that, if you really believe Levis is the guy, you have to get the right guy for him, either the head coach or... Or if you hire a defensive guy, you have to have a play, a plan in place to hire a really good. Offensive Are you
2: surprised I didn't hire or interview Harbaugh? I'm a little being surprised. a quarterback guy. And
1: Here's why I don't think they interviewed him. I think he's got too much of the. He's probably made it
2: known where he wants to go. Yeah,
1: there's probably that. Well, I mean, he interviewed with Atlanta though, so there's that. But also, I, I Which genuinely is an think one for anybody. I genuinely think. Uh, they didn't want to interview him because I think his personality is too similar to Vrabel Mm -hmm. being like an alpha guy. And I don't think Amy adams Strunk wants to deal with that anymore. So I think she's trying to find somebody who is quote-unquote more collaborative, which is the word they've been using a lot. Mm -hmm. And I I think Harbaugh, in my mind, especially with what he's done, rightfully so, is not going to be collaborative. Neither would Bill Belichick. So that's why you're not seeing those guys come in for interviews because those are guys who are going to be Probably given a lot more leeway, a lot more leash to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And Seems
2: like Belichick's. It's either Atlanta or nobody.
1: It's Atlanta, bro. I told you. It's I not gonna. Told be, you. They've done
2: it horrible twice.
1: Hey, they're going. I'm telling you. They're because <laughs> like uh, Arthur Blank has already like did like a sit down with Bill Belichick. That's not
2: a better situation for him. They're as bad at quarterback as the Pats were. Stop. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. they have a better. Nobody team wants overall. coach Desmond Ritter. No, or go,
1: the he, other guy. He's not going to go with Desmond Ritter. They got the eighth they, overall pick. They need to trade they, for Justin they'll probably, Fields. They'll probably trade up. Nah, they're going to go for the first pick. You
0: think so? The
2: Bears aren't gonna, just going to give it to him. Here's a hot take for you. Okay.
1: The Bears aren't picking Caleb Williams. Why? Because they're sticking with Justin Fields. If they're not taking Cliff Kingsbury to be their OC after he was the well, quarterback coach. Well, maybe they coach,
0: like
2: Drake May.
1: You no in this draft you do not pick Drake May over Caleb Williams. I don't think Caleb Williams is great. I don't think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback.
0: I don't think he is either. I mean, I'll I'll stand on that hill with you. But he's going to be the first pick. I feel like he's just as
2: good. I feel like he's he's identical to CJ Stroud. Caleb Hello? Williams. Yes.
4: What? Why not? Why not? He's probably better than
2: Stroud in college. He's he might have more athletic
0: ability, but I think he's more selfish, and that's going to be his. His uh, detriment in the NFL is how selfish that he is, and he's not going to get they over got that.
2: got great weapons in Chicago dude to get wanted a quarterback. A, he wanted an
0: ownership stake in mean? the Bears. There's better, he there's wanted better, an ownership stake. What has he done to deserve that? There is better weapons in Atlanta than he there is. Michael Jordan.
1: What?
2: Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan. Come okay, on. The, the Bears aren't chopped liver. they got DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Who else? I Cole like chopped liver. Darnell Wright. He's not an offensive weapon.
0: He's not. He's an alignment. Who? who? I'm mean, just no saying,
2: he's a good left tackle.
1: And there's going to do it for us. Right tackle.
0: Marcus. Whatever. He's on the line. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Thank Jack. You. Something else coming up next here on WKGM. Tune in to The Drive at 3 o'clock right here on Fan Run Radio.